Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio. This is episode 384 for December 10th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another one of your hosts, Random Dave. And I'm Kelly. Hey. Hey, Kelly. Hi. Kelly, hey. Hi, Kelly, hey. 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 Kelly, hey. 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 That's your new nickname. Every time I call you from now, see you from now on. It's Kelly. Kelly, hey. Kelly, hey. Yeah. It's not wearing an awesome shirt. It's Kelly, hey. I am wearing an awesome shirt. Thank you to uh, fellow Odell and Canuck. Uh, sorry, over at uh, Odell Engineering. I got a, I got all swagged out this uh, weekend. I'll tell you about it. What, what we did with guns. Yeah. Hey, that's a great point. Segway. What we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, they have the Beretta APX RDO for eight ninety five. Mm. So Ooh. check that out, Kelly. You're about to tell us what you did in this week in guns. Why don't you just keep going? Why don't I just keep going? Okay, so what I did in guns this week, it was centered around the Gunny Girls. Uh, so we did a Gunny Girl calendar signing down in Cambridge and London. Uh, before we got there, we actually, we being uh, Tamara, uh, Kelly Kincaid, and Tracy and myself, we all went out to Kelly Kincaid's place on the Friday night, uh, drank uh, a little bit. Okay, so I drank a lot. And uh, <laughs> for some reason, I only got one hour of sleep. I was up until 4.30, 5.00 clock we got up at six o'clock uh and we're out of there so yeah i only got an hour of sleep and i drove all the way from kingston basically to to cambridge so it was a fun drive um so what we did is actually the gunny girls uh there was 12 altogether and of the 12 there were some of the girls from last year the 2020 calendar there was actually a couple girls even from prior years too and then we also had uh six girls from this year's calendar uh come as well what we did was we actually all met up at uh, odell engineering they gave us a little bit of a tour of, of their place there um phil odell and his wife pam they're super fantastic they're very 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 accommodating hosted us and they gave me coffee, so I love them. Um, but also, they gave us these really nice T-shirts, got guns. Uh, so all of the girls got T-shirts, a little bit of swag from uh, from Odell Engineering as well. It, we were basically treated like royalty during this tour. It was it was really really good. So we started it everywhere that the Queen goes, she gets a T-shirt. This is true. Right. Really low on the scale so far. There better be some other stuff in there. Impressed with the queen. Did you cut any ribbons? Did you knight anyone? No. Hmm. Almost. Got a t-shirt. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. (laughs) Got a t-shirt. So, yeah. So, anyways, we got done at uh, Odell Engineering. We went over to select shooting supplies. It's only about... Uh, 10 minute drive from Modell Engineering. So we checked out uh, Select Shooting Supplies, Dean and Tracy. They have an amazing, I mean, amazing new store. Uh, they also were able to get their new ranges. So they have two ranges uh, with uh, six bays each in them. And these ranges 
were still not functional or still not open the day before the signing. They got him open, they <sighs> raced to do it, and they had it up and running. And if you actually have an opportunity, I want you to go and check out Tracy Wilson's um, page where she posts. Uh, she she took some videos of, of these ranges. The first range is open to basically the public, and it's for trying out the guns that are in the store it's a really good idea. If you want to shoot, if you want to buy a gun, you should be able to shoot it and try it out. Yeah, so it's, it's a 10 meter range. Super. Like it's a really, really good range. I don't know if you realize how much money was sunk into this range, but it's a really good range. So, and then you go over to the next range and the next door is, I think it's a 25 meter or maybe a little longer. Anyways, everything's all electronic. You can actually, there's lights and videos and, all kinds of really cool things that are, and that's for members and you can actually buy a membership and it is range 519 and it's going to be accessible 24 seven. So you can actually go in anytime and go and basically shoot and it's attached to a gun store. What don't you love? Right. Anyways. Awesome. So as I said, Cool. Great. Love it. Uh, and Tracy and uh, Dean, as I said, they were fantastic hosts. They, um, I have a new favorite hat. You see my hat? I like it. it Dean, Dean actually designed the hat. And the way that he designed it is actually, it doesn't have any seams whatsoever. It's made out of a material. It's almost like a, a t-shirt material, uh, but it also wicks as well. And there's no, if you can see, there's no little... Off no, the top. There's yeah, no there's button on the no top button. of the hat. So I can wear it while I'm podcasting and I'm not going to hit it and there's not going to be any pressure points. I can wear ears with it, ear defenders, not have any pressure points. That's and then, awesome. Yeah, and I put it on my head. Uh, it has a little spot for my ponytail, which is great and it's totally adjustable. And uh, I put it on my head and it was. I put it on and I actually had a sigh. I went, oh, because I wear hats all the time and it's always – you know, they're always putting pressure on my head or whatever. And it's, it's just like, it's like the spa on your head. I don't know what other way to put it. Anyways, if you want one of these hats, they're $34.99 at Select Shooting Supplies. You should buy one because it's like the most amazing hat ever. All right. So what's the next thing that I did? Oh, yeah. So once we actually did the signing, oh, by the way, I got to meet a lot of our, our listeners. They all come in and said, hi. And I said, hi. Uh, we also got to actually see some other people like uh, Tim Paw from uh, Six uh, Apparel. He dropped off some clothing for us. Some swag. It's awesome. I got some real new, new swag as well. Oh, maybe I'll wear that next week. Uh, we also saw Jason. Jason actually was there. Jason is the guy that actually designed our new logo. So he came over and he said hi. Oh. Yeah. So it was nice, nice to see him. Yeah. And what else? Uh, yeah, that's about it. So we had some of the girls from 2020. We had some leftover calendars from there and people were actually signing those. Uh, the girls were signing those. And then 2021. Uh, so once we actually wrapped up there, we drove all the way over to, um, we drove to London and we uh, went to the, um, uh, Bullseye North, the brand new store. By the way, if you have the opportunity to go to that store, you need to go. It's just freaking amazing. It's huge. It's beautiful. Uh, they have dedicated sections. Uh, they have so many people working there. And uh, we also actually got a tour of the place. And if you ever order anything from Bullseye North and you're going, oh my God, that service is great. They have people that are dedicated. And I mean, dedicated to the phones just answering phones and looking at warranty. They have people that are actually dedicated to pulling the stock now and just shipping it out. They have a shipping. It's like 
you're going to get your stuff and you're going to get it really quickly. And the store is huge and it's already full. Um, they also have another spot. Uh, so they were supposed to actually have a range attached to the store. Uh, that actually is not happening. They're waiting until actually COVID is over before they start investing a lot of money into a, another project. Idea. Right. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be doing Good that. Plan. But they're, yeah, they're super busy at the store though. Uh, we had a tour with Rick, uh, Rick Woods, who's a friend of the show, obviously he's been on the show a couple of times and also he's a personal friend of ours. So it was great. I wanted to say thank you to him. I wanted to say thank you to uh, also Scott, owner of the store, fantastic store, as I said, and also Ken Thiessen as well, and everybody that was working. We got swag as well. We got swag at every store, but and not every place, but we got this. This is my new favorite glass. It's a glass with the 308 round in it. Anyways. I don't then, think in real life that glass would really stop a 308 round. No, There's only no. one way to find no, it. Very realistic. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, so I'm drinking water in it because I'm never drinking again after Friday night. <laughs> You said that so many times. I know. Yes. I know. The you next morning, through. <laughs> drink it again. Anyways, um, afterwards, we uh, we all uh, we went to Ingersoll and we actually got a room. And the room that we were in at the Elmhurst Inn, we were in room three hundred eight. We didn't ask for it; they assigned it. So it's kind of like you know, <laughs> kismet, right? Because you had the glass. Mm-hmm. Three hundred eight class. Uh, then we went over to one of the calendar girls. She hosted everybody, and we had pizza and uh, pizza and wine. So. I didn't drink. I was a designated driver that night, so I was a good girl. Pizza and wine. This sounds like some sort of right. frat thing to do. Oh my god, we were <laughs> all in our sorority. Yeah, we were all we were all in our pajamas, and it was like you know, you know, boxes eight, of wine eight, eight just like piled up by the door. They're empty. Yeah. Pizza yeah. boxes everywhere. Yeah. Police banging on the door to tell you to stop squealing. Yeah. So. <laughs> My friend, her name is it's Char. It's um, it's uh, um, Char. Anyways, I can't remember Char's Instagram handle. So we went over to her place, which is in Hamilton, and then we had to drive all the way back to basically Ingersoll. So it was forty-five minutes, and I didn't. We didn't leave until one o'clock in the morning. So, and I was designated driver. And by the time we got back, it was quite early in the morning. So we got up, <laughs> came back to Kingston. And uh, I had to drop everybody off because, again, I was the designated driver for everybody for the whole entire trip. And uh, I immediately fell asleep at 7 o'clock on Sunday night and slept through to the next morning because I was exhausted. But it was such a great trip. And we had it's great to be able to see all of the people who support the CCFR, the women's program, the calendar, the project. Um, it's great to actually spend some time with the women because I haven't seen them since actually the photo shoot. And then also some of the girls from last year and the year before. And these people are actually, these are my people. So it was, it was fantastic to see them. Oh, yeah. I also I also got to see Gavin and Angie, uh, Angie as well. So pew-pew. Maybe. Yeah. So got to see them too. Good and folks. yeah, they're really, really good folks too. So. I just want to say that. Uh, so, yeah. So, Chocolate Night happened again with Kelly on Wednesday. Because uh, we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do on Wednesday nights. Uh, but uh, I immediately went also over to SAS, which is the Smith Army Surplus. Who Actually, we get the um, uniforms for Project Maple Seed Through. Uh, but I ordered a pair of True Spec, the Expedition pants. These are like the Gucci pants of like, these are really nice pants. You got, uh, you got 
seams in them that you can stretch in, you can bendable you zippers and different things that you can open up and flaps so that you can air out, waterproof, and they'll just, anyways. So I ordered a pair of those. Try them out. They're ordering women's now and women's sizes. So I thought I'd get a, a set nice. of those. Try them out. See if I like them. Maybe I'll order them for my uniform. Anyways, so I got uh, ordered those. Uh, also, tomorrow night, uh, just to let you guys know that the Canadian University Shooting Federation, they've started a podcast and I'm going to be on it. So they asked me to come on. It's tomorrow night. It's around 7 o'clock, same time as we do that here. So I'm going to be doing it. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about, but yeah. Are they going live um, with it? Is it going to be yeah. like a live event? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, where are, they ho- are they hosting on Facebook or YouTube? or? Uh, I think it's on Facebook. Yeah, cool. they sent me they okay. sent me a Zoom link, so that's where we're going to be on. Uh, and yeah, uh, so the other thing that you guys need to be aware of is that we are having one last signing before the end of the year. We're going to be going to the, I mean the CCFR Gunny Girls. We're going to be going to SFRC on Saturday, and we're going to be there uh, from one to three. Uh, come on out with your calendars; we'll sign them for you. Uh, yeah, so I will have a couple, and I mean a couple of calendars that are available if you don't have one and you want to buy one. Uh, not that many. We are actually officially out of calendars. We've yes. uh, we actually wow. we oversold them. So what that means is that we had a small print run just to cover our, the ones that we oversold, and that's it. So you I'll know take what? your extras, Kelly. We'll talk later. Okay. All right. I went to order some last night. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> okay. So if you do not have a calendar, come in. We'll see if we can actually help you out. But everybody's out of them. The stores that actually order them too. Uh, so for example, SFRC. They're out of them. They are sold out a week ago. Uh, Select Shooting Supplies, they sold out of theirs before we got there. Everybody's <laughs> out of them. It's just a great year. So anyways, nice. uh, for those of you who actually have received them, don't forget to register them on January 1st. Uh, you cannot register them until that point. Okay. And the last thing is immediately after the Gunny Girl signing, uh, the girls that I'm going, I hang out with and also their spouses and me <laughs> we're going to uh we're going to FR- frpc we actually are going to go shooting we're going to do some pistol shooting on the indoor range as well so yay that's it that's me i i, get, I did a lot didn't i yeah anyways mm-hmm. all right dave what about yeah what about you dave our new trevor oh my god don't let <laughs> him hear that yeah. except you know smarter and better looking and all that good stuff oh thank you and younger just say younger. Uh, and younger. Yeah, much, much younger. <laughs> much, much younger. Much, much, much younger. And much well, nicer, I, too. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. We'll give you that. <laughs> Trevor's not so bad, though. You know, funny thing. Years ago, when I got back from uh, the first charity shoot I went out to out there, I was talking with somebody about it. And they're like, oh, my God, you stayed with Trevor? And I'm like, Yes, there's Slamfire listener. Well, wasn't I, was it Slamfire back then? Yeah, I think it was. And he's like, oh my God, what's he actually like in real life? Is he as much of an asshole as he is online? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's funny. But what did you say? I said, no, actually, he's really nice. He likes he to is. cuddle more than you would expect. He does. Um, yeah, yeah, guys, smells different when he's sleeping. Yes. Yeah, he does smell different when he's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I thought that was pretty funny. So I said, well, if you ever meet him, just remember he likes to be hugged rather than shaking hands or anything. So. Yeah, just immediately go up to him and hug him. Yep. <laughs> You'll love it. From behind, especially. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a uh, gray birch. 
So there's my my little gray birch 1022. Oh, it's so cute. You just can't call them 1022s, but they're 1022s. So they're 1022s. Uh, my little Nikon scope on top of it. It's all pretty and stuff. So I'm waiting forward to a uh, next charity shoot when I can actually come out and legally shoot my uh, my. Okay, what kind of parts you got in there? Tell us about the parts. You got like a 16 inch barrel on there. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a 16 inch. Uh, and you haven't put like the big tank brake on the end yet. No, I. Is there any point in putting a muzzle brake on a 10 on a 22? I just I don't know. I might put a fake can on it just to have one because I think a fake can on that would look really oh, cool. Well, I had a fake can on mine. Oh, did you? I yeah, it put people into like hysterics. Yeah. What if, you, what if you got like an undersized brake so it shaved a little bit of lead off and spit it sideways <laughs> and like hit your neighbors? Like a 17 I'm sure you've guys, you guys have all seen that, right? You've all seen like people bring homemade brakes to pistol competitions and they shave lead and like fling it out the sides. I've seen yeah. people have homemade brakes come unscrewed from the area 15s when they're shooting. <laughs> That's always entertaining. Self disassembling. They self, so they yeah. send themselves down range. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's unpleasant to say the least. So I might put something on it. I wasn't, I thought about a break, but then I'm like, why would I put a break on this thing? It's just stupid. So um, yeah, I'm thinking maybe a fake can just because it'll look cool. So yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then I just took, I stripped my, uh, I stripped my stock stainless steel 1022 and threw that through the trigger group and the, uh, the bolt in here. So sure it'll work. Sure it'll work just fine. And then eventually maybe I'll, I don't know, I may buy all the gray birch parts and, you know, spend a stupid amount of money and put like a Timmy trigger in there, but I want to use it for hunting too. So I have to get something I can, you know, run my ass around in the woods with and not be scared. I'm going to shoot myself in the foot with 22. That's what the safety's for. And yeah, this is your safety. safety. (laughs) (laughs) All your listeners, I was Using my finger, making yeah. the making the special forces but fingers. All, all three of us are holding up our finger, going, yep. doing the thing. This is my safety, sir. Uh, what else did I do? I just several seconds ago ordered some ten twenty two mags in a new range bag from Northern Republic Magazine, which I found out it located twenty minutes from my house. But I'm going <laughs> to COVID and stuff. So thank you, Adriel. Thank you for the recommendation. I put Slime Fire Radio in my uh, company. What do they got for uh, what kind of bag you get there? Did they uh, on sale? No, but it looked like a nice bag, and my range bag's a piece of crap, and the zippers are all broken. So hmm. I should probably get a new range bag. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, I got a buddy who is getting out of shooting, and on the weekend he's going to be bringing me a forty-five caliber percussion. Okay, back back up. Why is he getting out of shooting? Because he's old and he has cancer and he's fat. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I know he is all fat. of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the cancer. Yeah, the cancer sucks too. But yeah, he, uh, he got out of shooting with everything else a couple of years ago. But he still got this. He bought this. He doesn't even know what it is. He's like, I don't know. Some gunsmith custom built it up north, like in the '60s, and he bought it when he was a kid. So he's like, What is it? It's a. He said 45 caliber. He thinks, but it's a percussion muzzle loader apparently it's oh. in perfect shape so he asked if i wanted it so i'm like cool yeah, no, that'd, that'd be cool okay yeah. when are we going to shoot it um at the next maple seed i'll shoot a maple seed with it no you're not <laughs> why not 
Not with a percussion I'll, muzzle loader. I'll bring a I'll bring a brace of them. <laughs> I'll bring ten of them and leave them laid out and just <laughs> boom. boom. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna take a look at that. He's yeah. He doesn't know what it is, or he says it's in really good condition. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look. Sure, why not? Yes. Just gonna offer it to me. So I'm like, perfect. I don't have a muzzle loader. Have no reason to have a muzzle loader, but maybe I'll go shoot a deer with it, or I don't know. It, oh, Fire. it's a rifle. It's a rifle. Yeah, it's a it's rifle. rifle. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was a forty-five caliber pistol, a percussion pistol. No. Oh. No, it's no. a rifle. So maybe black powder hunt with it, or I don't know. I don't know. If it, it was a pistol, then he'd actually have to put an eye patch on and go R. You know, R. Stop to pair. Then I would bring it to a match, and I would just have a brace of them, and just keep pulling them out and shooting them. <laughs> And then go home to reload them and be yeah. back in time for the next match. Yeah. Uh, and that is all I've done with firearms. Okay. Chris has a question. He says, adding and adding on anything to the end of the barrel, like a can break comp, et cetera, can it impact accuracy? Well, yeah, it does. And you have to re-zero. Yeah. I mean, whenever I did it with my AR, I just found no impact. I found no difference with an AR. But with a 1022, it yeah. might because that extra weight might add, especially if you got like a really, a really heavy one. Yeah. You're going to have barrel droop as, as Adriel was talking about last week or the week before. Um, you're also, yeah, you'll have to re zero adding anything to it. I haven't so, zeroed it yet. So in my case, so I'm good to go. Mm. Yeah. You haven't Neat. zeroed it yet? Oh, yeah. You haven't gone to the range with it yet. I haven't, fired, I haven't shot a gun in uh, 13 months right now. You're not allowed to be on the show. I know, but I have guns, so you can't kick me off. Sorry. <laughs> That's a real. You have to. Uh, you have to actually shoot. And you're actively acquiring them, not doing anything with them. But uh, yeah. Acquiring. Do you know how many guns I have that I've never actually fired? Because I don't. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Look, quite a few, though. There's there's how many how many safes behind you? Uh, there are three safes behind me. I. I have a lot of guns I've never fired. Some of them I just randomly picked up in deals that I didn't even want it. But the guy's like, for 50 bucks more, I'll throw in this. And I'm like, okay. okay, sure. Yeah, what the hell? Why not? And then I'm like, I'll just sell them. And then I'm like, I never get around to it. So, no. yeah. So I am going to start clearing out some of my collection. So I have too many guns that I will never, and I know damn well that I will never, ever fire them. So, mm. And some that I just bought, just, I don't know. I'm like, this is kind of interesting. We're going to buy it. And then I clean it and put it together and play with it for a while. And I'm like, that's interesting. And then you lose interest, don't you? Yeah. And I just never shoot. I mean, the thing I shoot the most, like, ever is my AR-15s. And, yeah, I was just uh, going to say that. my comp handgun. Yeah. And now I can't shoot my AR-15s. Thank you, Justin. You're awesome. For now, till the CCFR defeats this BS, and then I will shoot my AR-15s some more. Okay. Neat. Yeah. Adriel, what have you done in guns? Uh, not as much as I wanted to. Uh, so I went to the range on Sunday, and it was the busiest I've ever seen it, other than like an <laughs> event day when we we're having like a ladies' day. And we have like why a is it? Why was this? So it busy? was insanely busy. Like the shotgun, the shotgun range is like it's a field. So yeah, I went in there, I shot a little bit of that, and then I went over and I started checking all the different bays. Every table was taken. Now, here's Why? my theory. Here's my theory. It was warm, so like the weather was good. Uh, it was the first weekend after Black Friday. Oh, 
That's everybody, what everybody everybody everyone... wants to test out all their sh- stuff. I think so. I think so. It was nuts. I've never seen it before, before like Do you that. Think... Every table was taken, and there were people, like groups of people, like roaming around Waiting? looking for, like, is this one available? Is that one available? Where can I get a table? And I've never seen it like that wow. before. Do you think people are also getting out because they're anticipating shutdown and they don't want to go out and do something before they actually get? Well, the government, the uh, provincial government shuts some stuff down as of Saturday night, but it doesn't include shooting ranges because you can stay separate and it's outdoors. So that's fine. It was, uh, no events, but you can still go to the shooting range. Yeah. Um, so it might have been because of that, but I think primarily it was maybe just warm weather and Black Friday. Never seen it like that. Okay. Define that's, warm. Uh, four, four, four degrees. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost subtropical, yeah. really. Oh, I was going to bring out my shorts, but uh, yeah. It's so I, I shot my shotguns. I, I got that uh, that Mossberg uh, Maverick out. I shot it and uh, did a video on that. It ran great. Uh, and then I shot uh, that Moss. I have a Mossberg 510 20 gauge youth model. And I shot it. It was not as good. This is like, like there, there's a drastic difference in quality between those two shotguns. And they're the same manufacturer. They're like the same shotgun, basically. You look at them like side by but side. One, and But one's a youth version, right? Uh, a youth 20 gauge, yeah. And that youth 20 oh. gauge is just not very good. It's just not very reliable. I don't know if it needs more rounds through it or something, hmm. but like it wouldn't eject all the time. And uh, the safety would like bump off. It's got that tang safety at the top. It would, you'd fire okay. sometimes and it would like and bump, bump back and it would and you'd bump it onto safe. Oh. But the 12 gauge was fine. Totally fine. Right out of the box. Just, just cycle it like no jams whatsoever with it at all. <laughs> and uh, nice and smooth in comparison to like not compared to like an 870 uh, Wingmaster or anything like that. But, but compared to compared the 20 to gauge, 20 a gauge. lot better. A lot better. Did you cycle so, uh, different types of ammo through the 20 gauge or just mm, the one? Yeah, I had a couple of different kinds there. It's just, it's just very like <laughs> herky-jerky kind of a thing. So I think I need to... Um, pump it a lot maybe i'll like give it to my kid and like just uh, like go pump this like a thousand times go in the backyard okay dad (laughs) (laughs) go in the front yard well it's supposed to be his so you know yeah yeah um better work you'll be fixing it yeah yeah so yeah it was pretty nice um what else happened so i gotta go to the range again this weekend to shoot all the other stuff i wanted to shoot last weekend like some 1022s and yeah maybe like my nine millimeter red dot pistol and uh i don't know other stuff i guess i have a 6.5 that i could shoot that 6.5 yeah. creed more axis i could i don't know if, i don't really know if i will though uh what else you had a call with me oh yeah yeah, to make <laughs> oh, call. yeah. Uh, i have uh, like uh, we, we we talk every week kelly i know one way or another <laughs> we're gonna talk once or twice a week it's gonna happen you're my new best friend no <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Yeah, I think I talk to you more than I talk to my family. I'm, I'm not, I think I know I talk to you more than I talk to my family. Uh, let's see. And then uh, my Seiko ammo came in. So Seiko had this like, killer sale, like $20 off every box of ammo. And there was some box of ammo mm-hmm. that were like 32 bucks a box, which means they cool. cost me 12 bucks a box for like nice finish made 308 ammo. That's awesome. Uh, so that stuff came in, and so I, I immediately turned around and submitted for the rebate on that. Uh, and I think I might have ordered some 762 by 51. So um, I think I talked about this last sure? week. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, last week, uh, I think I mentioned it 
North Silva said that they were bringing in some Norinco uh, 308 cheap, like 60 cents around cheap, which is like pretty unheard of when it comes to 308. Now it is steel case. It is Berdan primed. It's still really cheap. I still don't care. Yeah, it's Norinco. It's it's okay for CQB and a gun you don't care about. Or even like uh, long range, I found it was fine. Like the accuracy on oh. it was was okay enough. I got a, I have an M1 uh, Grand in 308, perfect. So uh, Tenda had some for, and they had the lowest price. There was was like two ninety nine, I think, per five hundred, uh, which oh, is like wow. you know sixty cents per. Uh, so I tried ordering from there. I like added I added a few boxes to my cart. And then I was talking to some guys trying to figure out how many who wanted uh, any ammo, so I, I would just do like one big group order and bring some in. Yep. Yeah. In the meantime, they sold out. Oh. Uh, but I still checked out because I still had a couple in my cart. Now, some e-commerce engines, what they'll do is like you add it to your cart and it's like taken out of inventory for a little bit. So yeah. maybe that ammo is still coming my way, or maybe not. Maybe they're going to call me and say like, actually, we don't have any. So who knows? Uh, yeah, it's non-corrosive steel case, Berdan primed. Dorinko hmm. stuff, hmm. which is a bunch of stuff that you might like put together and be like, "That's going to be corrosive," but it won't. It won't be corrosive. I've already had some of that, some of their stuff. There, the, some of the Norinco three hundred eight stuff was like rolling around Canada maybe like five ten years ago, and it was super cheap for three hundred eight. It was super super cheap, and there's just nothing out there that's even close to that kind of pricing right now. Sixty cents around for three hundred eight. Yeah. It's not having it. Yeah, you can get that Hurtenberger stuff for around ninety cents around. But that's not sixty. Anyways, uh, yeah, I ordered some of that, and then I've got an order coming in from Bullseye still for M Carbo Springs and a ta- taco sh- cookie. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you actually haven't gotten that yet. Mm-hmm. Soon, soon. It was yeah. part of that like Black Friday rush. I assume that they're just like mm. they got a mountain of stuff to to mail out. Yeah, well, we saw the mountain of uh, stuff that was going out. There was a lot. They had pallets back there of ammo, and then they didn't have pallets of ammo mm-hmm. based on the Black mm-hmm. Friday sale. So it's like they're busy store. They are really, yeah. yeah, great stuff, by the way. Just absolutely fantastic stuff. Yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, let's move on to upcoming okay. events sponsored by Telos Alpha. Telos Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. So if you need a website or help with uh, payment processing or any of that kind of thing, check out telosalpha.com. Cool. Uh, did you want to talk about this QCIF, CUSF event, Kelly? Okay. So the Canadian University Shooting Federation is hosting a 2021 postal. And I mean, postal means you have to mail it in. Uh, rifle competition. <laughs> and it starts January 4th and it runs through February 28th. The competition is open to any college or university student in Canada. And you have to actually be a CUSIF or Canadian University Shooting Federation member. And it can be shot at, at your local range. Basically, the targets will be submitted online and the winners, well, I guess it's not postal then. Uh, the targets can be submitted online and winners will be announced in March. The target des- uh, design is basically provided by their partners, who is Project Mapleseed. That's us. Uh, participants will uh, be entered into a draw for a chance to win prizes, such as uh, Cabela's Outdoor f- uh, Fund, so basically gift cards. Uh, and then also they have uh, um, eye protection as giveaways, electronic hearing, a shooting mat, and also, guess what? They're going to get admissions into Project Mapleseed clinics. Now, I have some ringers from Calgary that yeah, in my QCIF course. I think yeah. they're going to kick your students' asses. Well, I don't know. 
ours are ours are pretty good too. Where they were up in the two thirties, two forties. So you know what? Maybe, mm. maybe they're not. not going to mail it in. Is what you're saying? Uh, I don't know. That <laughs> <laughs> joke. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also make a joke about going postal. But... Yeah. No, don't please. Okay. So if you want more information about it, you can go to the Canadian University Shooting Federation's website. It's uh, www.cusf.ca/events. Go run over there. And uh, check it out. Become a member too. And also spread the word. Like if you actually know some university students who actually might like to go shooting, spread the word about the uh, Canadian University Shooting Federation. Do it. Fantastic. Can't tell me what to do. Can I shoot it? Can I shoot it and just be like, yo, I'm I'm a student. I'm a student of life. Just go take a basket reading course or something and then sign up. Yeah, you can do Just that. Just roll them. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's go to the news. Uh, donations. Kelly, you want to cover the donations to the uh, CCFR's legal challenge? Sure. So the Thunder Bay uh, Combat Club, they donated $670. I think they uh, it was for events throughout the year, and they, they raised that money. Then also Project Maple Seed. Project Maple Seed donated $1,000 on behalf of the organization, the volunteers, as well as the participants as well. So that's it. Uh, in terms of news, uh, in Alberta, they're passing legislation that says that if the feds want to do handgun bans, they can't do them here. Right. Yes. So that was the first Ooh. reading. Uh, um, we got that going for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our economy sucks, but we got that. We got that. That thing keep going. Your, keep your pistols. Yeah. The economy yeah. sucks. We got all the COVID cases. <laughs> and but we're going to keep our pistols. We'll keep our pistols. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was some policy souvient, souvient, polysouvient, our yeah. enemies, polysouvient group. I love, I love mocking them. And if you ever go onto their Facebook page, which is just facebook.com slash. Actually, yeah. it was inactive and it just recently became reactivated as well. Just to let you I know. I saw that. Well, it is December, December 6th just passed. So they have to pop up in grave dance. So uh, the reason they probably closed it is because every time they post something stupid, a pile of gun owners get on there and mostly very politely tell them that they're idiots, which is amazing. And then they very quickly close the comments on every single post. So that makes me happy. (laughs) So they're back. Control them, but be polite. They're back. Regrettably. Well, hey, it is what it is. So they're they're coordinating with the docs for prof- protection, eh? Like Absolutely, most, the most are. recent yeah. ones they were doing yep. is they were calling the, uh, the one article I saw. They were saying, "Oh, we need background checks in Canada. We have been calling for these for the last thirty years." It's like, yeah, we've yeah. got those. <laughs> we've got those. But the other so, thing they were saying is is uh, red flag laws. They're like, we need red flag laws um, oh, by physicians, yes. and that's something that. Uh, that's uh, Drummond and the docs for protection against guns have been calling for, which is, I guess, they've been comparing notes, and they're going to push for the same things. Yeah, they yeah. are. They all work. They all work together. Yeah. Makes sense. Them and the so, Liberal Party, and yeah, they all they all kind of forces of evil combining things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. odd. I made a comment on uh, so it was the Montreal Gazette that actually published the article from Paul uh about uh, the checks, the reference checks that we need more rest we need reference checks so i actually made a comment on it it was it was pretty well received by those that were non-polysavant but what was your what was your f-word count on on the on the comment 
I didn't actually, comment. I didn't drop one F word because what? you know what? I believe that you can actually use your words and you get more across and people will actually be able to appreciate you not The F word is a word. It is a word. They can't right? ignore you if you don't sound like a raving maniac. Right. Not, you know, this guy sounds reasonable. He should be, you know. So my, my life, thoughts, my thoughts were this basically as somebody who actually works for public safety as a female and also a firearms owner, I advocate for women being able to protect themselves at all, you know, whether it's through training, uh, self-defense or any specialized training, but also, you know what, with respect to firearms as well, if they want to be able to carry, then let them carry and that way, you know what? So it was around polysuvant is what it was the, uh, so it was like, Imagine what would have happened if those women were able to protect themselves. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's it. Just basically, I advocate for women being able to do that. So That's because you're logical. I know. And then, uh, yeah, so. Yeah. You don't need to drag out an event that happened 30 years ago every time you want to call for more legislation. Nope. Yeah. And then, and then I just followed up saying, you know, as everybody else has said here, we actually, we do get those reference checks. And we understand that uh, every time that we actually go to apply for our license as well as renew it, all of our spouses are contacted as well as our references too. So it's already in place. So what now? And a and lot of the things that they scream for are already the laws and have been for decades or almost a century in the case of someone. Right. So they're, trying to, they're trying to make the case as well in that, in that article that uh, those additional laws would have helped with that no, Nova Scotia shooter no. and it would have done something oh, else. They would have had some change on it. part of the news too. His common law wife was charged. With providing ammo. And with so was ammo. some other person that was related to him somehow. It was related to her. Uh, they were related to her. So she actually was charged with that as well. By the so. by, don't provide ammo to crazy people. You Especially get charged this. for it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not victim blaming or anything like that, but no, no bueno. So that was in the news as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Any other like half-remembered news articles or you guys want to pull up? That's uh, I'm putting myself under that banner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should put those in the show notes one day, shouldn't we? Yeah, you know, <laughs> just like I think this is called doing it organically when you just like half talk about stuff you might have read or listened about. Yes, organically. Organic. organic. That's organic. the word. Organic. It's the certified organic. Yes, yeah, certified organic, organic ideas. Like, yeah. Perfect. Let's get on to new gun stuff. New gun stuff is brought to you by. Bolt Action Coffee. Bolt Action Coffee is a coffee that you grind up and you put in your coffee maker and you drink it. It's got caffeine in it. And uh, some of the best coffee you can get your hands on. You can go to boltaction.com and then uh, punch in discount code SLAMFIRE. You get some discount. We get some money back. And uh, you get some coffee, like mailed to your house through the power of the internet and random people in vans. They will bring you a package with coffee in it. Which is very important. <laughs> it's it's extremely important. important. Kelly appreciates it a lot. That's a terrible upsell. But it, is, <laughs> it is good coffee. It's also boltactioncoffee.com, yeah. not boltaction.com. I don't know what you bolt get. Boltactioncoffee.com. Probably a porn site. It's Thank you. Ooh. Boltaction.com. No, it can't be. Porn. Yep, all porn. Oh, oh boy. God. We'll check that out oh, later. But, oh, dear uh, God. Don't go there. Okay, I'm double checking that oh. it, we actually have it right in there, and it is right. Adriel, you just read it wrong. That's all. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Okay. Okay. It corrected just, me. 
Okay. Yep. Just making sure. Not porn. Not porn, by the way, but that would have been absolutely. Oh, now I got to figure something else out for tonight. Anyways, new gun stuff. <laughs> uh, so the first one, uh, I feel like I keep talking about 180s like every week. You do. Like, I doing that. I feel like it. You Wolverine are. is selling an MCS a WS MCR, which is this uh, 180 style rifle. They're selling it with a Galil folding stock on it, which it's kind of cool. Kind of cool. Um, it's got a different look to the back. It's not, it doesn't like, it kind of like matches in with the squareness of the back and it folds. <laughs> Neat. It's still the ugliest gun ever. But. Yeah, it's still very ugly, but mm-hmm. I mean, we can't use ARs, so tough, sure. tough luck. Yeah. Hey, remember that, uh, that cheap 308 ammo I was talking about? There's still some available at oh, really? FOC. FOC has it in batches of a thousand for six hundred and fifty dollars and if tinda doesn't actually mail my stuff i'm gonna order from there oh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. why is tinda not mailing your stuff well in case it doesn't get (laughs) in in case i didn't buy oh right yeah that's true yeah yeah Yeah. you know you you know what you can do right call them and be like you can sell my ammo yeah. yeah, maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, because if they don't yeah. have it, I got to order some of this. Because I got to order it for like me, my buddy Chris. Like we got to get some ammo. Need some three hundred eight. That's some cheap three hundred eight, and I want it. You can actually make glasses like this. No. Uh, uh. Yes, yes. I'll shoot it at a, at a glass, and it'll like it'll just do that. It'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. This next thing is uh, something. All right. It's the, BC- <laughs> it's the BCL MRX Bison. It, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, like a couple of months ago, we, we brought up the Remington 700. What was it called? It had yeah, some crazy like pistol. word. And it looked exactly like this. It was like car- carbine length bolt action rifle. Uh, and that's what this is. So yeah. BCL is making this, uh, this bolt action rifle. It runs. Uh, I, yeah. No. <laughs> So my what, question, what, what let, let, me get, let me get through the specs first. Okay. Let me get, let me get through no. the specs. BCL MRX Bison. Uh, Wolverine Supplies is going to be selling it. It's a Ram 700 pu- pu- footprint, I think. Uh, it's a short barrel bolt action rifle, thousand bucks. They're running it in 300 blackout, 556, 762 by 39. And it's got a trigger tech trigger. And it's very short. So it's a very short bolt action rifle. It's got an AR style butt stock on it. Yep. Uh, and a three lug bolt. So it's got a very short uh, bolt lift. Um, they're listing the accuracy as 1.5 MOA, which it's not that This great. is my. It's the action MRX super short. I don't know what that means. I'm sure Mike will be like raving on our Facebook page and letting yeah. us know what, what it is. But, hey, Mike. Uh, not a Tika. He hates it. Not a Tika. <laughs> So I, I have other mic. Many, I have other mic. Okay. I have many questions about this. My first question is why? My second <laughs> question is will it work because it's a black creek? I mean it's a bolt gun, so has more of a chance of things not falling off it. And my but last bolt question, action, whose action is that though? Is that their own action? Did they just decide to make Rem 700 uh, uh copies? Maybe. Hmm. It says MRX super short, so my last question is, how the hell are you going to get a cheek weld on that thing? <laughs> uh, well, you could run a low, you could have to run like a high optic mount on it. You definitely wouldn't want to run like an AR height optic mount. You could but, run probably like a low red dot with it. 
maybe i don't know that looks awfully low like I, i'm kind of thinking you're gonna have to jam a cheek rest of some sort or well pillow onto it or something yeah get one of those little PRS bags it is, okay on. so like that choking sound that i heard um how do you really feel about it dave <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be kind of a handy little bush gun, like yeah, be a handy little deer gun, and then stick a red dot on it, I guess. But I, yeah. oh, that's a seven six two by a thirty nine deer gun. Like yeah, the, the thing about a deer gun is like anything can be a close action, a close range deer gun. Your thirty thirty with like iron sights can be a, a close deer gun. Mm-hmm. Anything can. This is seven pounds, which is seven pounds is kind of heavy for a hunting rifle. You can get a Savage Axis for like six pounds, right? I'm guessing because it's all aluminum. Well, it's, yeah, it's got that aluminum frame it. to it, which is, I don't know, alum, uh, aluminum foreruns. I kind of hate when, it, when it's like super duper cold. So cold. Yeah. 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 yeah I used a BCL 102 last year and froze my, oh man, I wrapped rags around it at the end because it's what? just freezing my leg. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're cold. They move this heat. Is- so this is a bolt action, and you can essentially use it for anything. Stuff and stuff things. Yeah. And things. And Probably it's ugly as sin, but guess what? It's not going to get banned. No, it's bolt action. You sure? So there you go. There are banned bolt actions. It does look nasty. If we get Australian yeah, type laws, we won't be allowed to have anything that looks like it. Ah, yeah. I, I heard I, I heard from someone that they were like Blair was going to add, uh, Bill Blair was going to add a feature-based ban. Like, keep in mind, these are like bad rumors. But yeah. anyway, I was surprised. I'd heard that there was going to be something that was announced on the sixth, and there wasn't anything. So yeah, same here. Yeah, uh, let's look like that's something that's a little bit cooler. Mm. Uh, yeah, pretty. Ooh. What about a set me Modelo A? Hmm. It's mm. so you're talking about like ugly guns, like yeah. Woof. But it looks <laughs> like a foul, so it'll sell like crazy. It yeah, does look I, like a foul. Mm. I'd buy one. I thought you said it was going to be nice looking. I like it. You lied. I said that a foul look like was going to be nice looking. Yeah. No. You said now let's look at something nice. No. Nicer. No. A nicer. Yes. Yes. I like it. It's got that like rugged uh, utilitarian look. Mm. It's the the right arm of the free world, I think. Mm. But if I've read correctly. Yeah, it is. Uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Take set me mags. Uh, no optics mount whatsoever. This is a yeah three hundred eight. Anyways, kind of neat. Not kinda really. Neat. Somebody Not bring really. them in. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. They, there's still a really? timeline to that. Why not? Uh, because no. I think <laughs> a lot of the old uh, military guys might it. the the old Canadian military guys ran like uh, uh, what was the Canadian FAL. The L1A1, see Canadian foul, whatever the Canadian foul. Oh, uh, that's the clo- that's the closest you're going to get to it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What um, yeah. yeah. So the new. Uh, so before we go, do you have it on here that the new uh, Colt um, precision rifles are coming out for the military? They were released. No, Everybody? I didn't even know about it. Yeah. Give me, give me one minute to talk about this bag, and you can can you find a link for me? Sure. Sure. All right, this next one, I so I already have like a, a three-gun case, but it's not as purpose-built as this one. Camillus has these Range Max Tactical three-gun cases. 
I kind of like them. So it's a soft case, but I like the layout. Like it, you can, put, it's got separated uh, compartments for your different guns. I kind of like it. I kind of like the idea of having my guns all separated like this and all in one soft bag because like my hard case is huge and takes up so much space when I'm not using it. Whereas a soft bag, you could fold that thing down, right? I'm like, yeah, I've got a big hard case that holds all my guns, but yeah, I have a couple uh, of big hard cases that hold my hold guns, but like they take up so much space otherwise. And I'm uh, my place isn't that big, but like Mm -hmm. this, it's got like some little side pockets for like rifle Mm -hmm. and pistol. And they're like, so nice. I, I like the idea so much. But they're hundred bucks. Yeah. I wonder if they would go on sale at any time. Mm. Mm. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. It's like made for the sport I shoot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Anyways, Colt Canada's got some new rifle that uh, Kelly's going to tell us all about. Oh, it's the C twenty. It's come out. Uh, so they're they just released them. Um, Looks good for it, polar bear. It is good. For, no, 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 no. Yep. Um, anyways, uh, the cost per unit is about $24,000, though. Serious? Uh, yeah. That must anyway, come with, like, uh, It comes with every, everything. Parts, yeah. Spare parts and repair and training and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's everything. So. But it's everybody's... It's the talk of the town right now. People are having a meltdown right. because of it. Right. Hey. Stacy is having a minor meltdown. I know. It it, which is really funny. <laughs> yeah. But it's a beautiful, beautiful rifle, and it's cold Canada. Hey, you know, if I could shoot it. Yes, please. Anyways. It's basically BCL-102, right? Yeah. Well, look at the like. This is Standard not features. AR-10. This is not an AR-10. Look at look at the uh, matchup between the lower and the upper. It's <laughs> totally different. That is going down there to that pin right there, and look at the mag release. It's like angled for no reason. Yep. Uh, and it's got look. It looks like a Magpul PRS buttstock on there. Ergo grip probably the AR-10 style mags and must, it's got a monolithic upper. At least I think that's what they're trying to show by like putting this thing on the rail. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. But I can't. Oh, and that looks like the Kadex bipod on the front. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it? That looks like the Kadex bipod on the front. Does. Hmm. Anybody want to loan me 25 grand? I oh, think you, you yeah, man. Can also. Oh, it's got a little red dot on the top. Look at that, gamer. That's some Call of Duty <laughs> stuff right there. Gun. That no, that's that's for your 360 no scope. That's your your Call of Duty gamers <laughs> that have that have gone into the military. That's what they use. That little red dot on top. Mm. <laughs> hey, speaking of AR-10 style I'm rifles, with your C20. I don't think I don't know. I don't know if we talked about it, but you guys see this one? The Environment Minister defending the purchase of AR-10 rifles for conservation officers. Yeah, we've been, we've been told I like AR, AR-10s and AR-15s like have no perp, have no place in our Shooting society. Or they're in just, hunting. They're and... just made for killing the most amount of people in the shortest amount of time. And they're like, actually, we we need some AR-10s for our conservation. Unless you're a CEO, in which case you were spickled with magical fairy dust every day that keeps you from doing <sighs> terrible things with them, and you use them for what? Putting down deer, bears. Like, Bear defense, I think, is what they're yeah. saying here. This is a like white horse bear defense. Kind of thing. <laughs> well, they're out in the middle of nowhere. There's not really a lot of people. In case you get uh, 20 bears after you. Yeah, they need to like hose those. You don't bears. need an AR-15 for taking down a deer. Justin said that. Or a bear. Correct. 
you know, cut them in half, I think. If you're going to go pterodactyl hunting, maybe. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so the U- in the Yukon, they're, they're purchasing 20 AR-10s for their uh, fishing game officers. To, you know what, good uh, for them. If they can have yeah. them, then we can have them, yeah. right? Well, they're and talking just... about engaging charging grizzly bears at close range. It's like, yeah, that sounds about right. That, how often does that happen? I don't know. I, I had a, I had a guy sit in one of my programs yesterday. He's one of the elders there, and he was talking about his uncle who actually went after a, a um, polar bear, and the gun didn't work, so he actually went after it with an axe and got him in the nose, <laughs> killed him. Now that's badass. That's you can badass. kill a polar bear with an axe to the nose. You are badass. And no was, one, ne- just no one needs an axe for there. taking down polar bears. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get axes. <laughs> yeah, axes for everyone. Axe. All you and need is axes. an axe. Except filthy, because he can't throw them. <laughs> no, that's not true. He can't actually. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, he, he can. I've seen Eventually. it. I've seen Adriel. I didn't want to do it because when I tend to throw things, they actually tend to actually stick in things that they're not supposed to. As long as it's going forward, it's fine. Yeah. It's just not backwards. No. Yeah. No. No, uprange. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not uprange. No. All right. Let's get on to the main topic. Welcome back to the show, Barney. Barney is a uh, a trainer of many types, uh, but today we want to talk a little bit about this uh, new style of shooting that you're bringing to the to the uh, country. Welcome to the show again, Barney. Oh, glad to be here. Thank you for having me for this show. Now, uh, the the style of shooting that uh, that I believe we're going to talk about is uh, uh, something of a play on the CQB style of shooting. You've kind of you've done that's how I know you is you've done these cross country uh, CQB clinics where you go across the country teaching people how to shoot uh, service rifle CQB. I've been to a couple of those in Alberta here, um, but you've got some new take on it. Tell us a little bit more about uh, about what this new one is. Well. Um Understand that the COVID has brought lots of grief and uh, lots of annoyances, as we all know. But you know what? I'm going to choose to look for the silver linings. I'm going to look around and say, okay, we got some opportunities here. Yeah, the bases are closed and uh, uh, personal recreational range use at uh, Base Petawawa and Borden and Meaford are shut down. So to that end, I thought Rimfire is very active. Rick Antonio or Rick K has done a fabulous job growing the sport. Hey, yep. Rick, let's piggyback with you and let's do the CQB fun. Except now using a rimfire. The best part, everybody can jump in with a 1022. Yeah. Even Dave out there knows that mm. iron sights rock in this game. You don't need a tree con. You don't need a deal no, no, no optics. Iron sights, fiber no. optics. Old people. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? So old. <laughs> so anyway, so now I've got people bugging me to run CQB training with a rimfire. Of course. Perfect. With, okay. the, with all the fields out there. Considering the, 95% it, of all of our guns that we used in CQBs got banned. Yes. So yes. for the moment. Yes, so why not? And let's combine steel shooting because that's happening at all kinds of host locations in southwestern Ontario. Why not? We've got the existing sponsorship. We've got the fields to use. And I'm having all kinds of match directors crawl out of the woodwork and say, bring it on. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Cheap too. Yes. 
Yes, yeah, so tell us about the uh, the course of fire. So, like with uh, with service rifle rifle CQB, you kind of do this uh, fire at the back, and you kind of uh, move and fire, and then you use a pistol up close. Like, what's the what's going to be the the deal with this rimfire one? Well, Adriel, do you remember this at the clinics I taught you? We started out the whole match starts out with snap shooting mm-hmm. on each exposure, four seconds. Shoot two shots on the left. Steel target in this case, and two shots on the right-hand side for every exposure. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, after we finish our five exposures, two sh- or all, all our shots, then we switch over to the rapid-fire stage, where we shoot five shots on the left steel target, reload five shots on the right-hand steel target. Sound familiar, Adriel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put you through all that abuse back then. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was fun. It wasn't abusive. Yeah. It was abusive oh. to my gun when I was firing in the gravel on Milo there, and I was getting the gravel <laughs> in the action. But uh, oh. Oh. should we even talk about what if I'm grown? <laughs> oh my, that's so much fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was abusive to okay. the gun, but I think that that that's what those guns are made for. Yes. Yes, and that's what the Ruger 1022 is made for, or the GSG 16 series, or any of those other platforms. They, they lend themselves to this level of fun and abuse. Are you talking like one of your guns that you haven't taken a Dremel to yet, Adriel? Or? Uh, I have a couple that I haven't taken a Dremel to. Some, yeah. of those, uh, some of those fancy 1022s that I got, I haven't Dremeled them. I haven't Dremeled one of them. Really? <laughs> no, you're not going to do that, Adriel. You can't do that. that I said right. I haven't dremeled one of them, and that is true. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! Anyways, Adriel left you off at uh, the snaps and the rapids, and of course, now we have the advance and fire stage. So we, yes, they are going to be there, and of course, how could I leave out the Advance and uh, firing on the move. We can do that too. Except now we're dealing with just steel targets. No patching of any paper targets. Does that sound like fun, Dave? Uh, it does. Do you have a so do you have a safety guy with each shooter yeah. just uh, scoring as they go? Yeah, thanks for asking that. They're not scoring, but a safety guy will follow. So we're going to have the one-to-one ratio of shooter and a safety guy. And actually, you know and I know there are more safety people than there are shooters at any one time. Interesting. So like, uh, is, does the shooter have to count how many times they hit the steel, or is it the, the guy behind them, the safety guy? Understand. This is a training clinic, so we're not scoring uh, anything at all. Mm, if we so want to get just... serious, then we'll worry about matches later on down the road with paper targets okay oh yeah. so these yeah. aren't matches at the moment this it's is just still training exercise. just the training clinic that's um, all it is okay it's it's way more fun too steel's good things that do things are good yes shooting the steel targetry is already in place with with when you have matches like c rick crps and yeah. the outlaw rimfire uh, precision series the steel targetry is in place by our host fields Match directors like Chris Tischler and uh, and uh, Battle Hill. Uh, yeah. I think that's Ron over there at Battle Hill. They have all the targetry in place. Just a matter of getting the people there. They will yes. come. 
So you're going to actually piggyback. So Rick was talking about doing uh, a couple of different types of events, like a maple seed, a CRP, a CRPS match, and then also the X22 series, et cetera, et cetera. And you're going to piggyback on that as well so people can come and do an RCQB match, well, not match, training exercise as well. Um, that is the intention, um, yeah. whether or not the execution happens in a very tight time frame. All depends. Mm-hmm. We so have people, to see what the field is like. Right. So people need to take a week off, right? Do all this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just so we're clear. Depends, it seems. We have mm-hmm. such an uh, extensive program. And that's great to see. Yeah. Rimfire is really, really taking off this year. And one of the reasons is because we can't actually shoot, <laughs> you know, some of yes. our other guns. So. Yes. Yeah. And that's beauty. We have a community. We have these opportunities. Let's make it happen. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. So, so what else do people need besides a 1022? What, what, okay, so what's the reality? What should they be bringing to this match? What can they expect to, to use at the match? Or, sorry. Oh, training. Training. It's not okay. It's training. training. Um, at least four, maybe five, maybe six, but at least four magazines, four 10 round magazines. Okay. And then, ensure that the magazines function very well in your platform, whatever platform you're choosing. Okay. If you're going to use a Savage 64, have at her. If you're going to use a, a Ruger SR-22, have at her. If you want to use a 1022, by all means, magazines are 10, 28 or $30 a piece. So at least four magazines. And then something to carry them in. So some people can are happy with a battle belt. Some people are comfortable with an inner and outer Ipsic style belt of the black nylon type. Some people like to use a chest rig that they've got sitting around from our old CQB matches. Some people can choose to use a plate carrier with your magazine pouches in front of you. By all means, anything or like is- a hoodie yeah. with like the pouch in the front. Yep. Tactical hoodie. Nice. Tactical keep your, hoodie, though. Keep your hands no, up. actually, you actually turn it around so you can put, so you have the hood in the front and you actually just put it. <laughs> there, just it. Uh, that's a the lot Cheeto of, snack. That's the Cheetos? <laughs> yeah. It's also yeah. popcorn and it's also, well, let's be real, it's also 1022 Max. Uh, I saw some people, uh, Kevin, Kevin G, he has been doing some 3D printed extended bank pieces so people are actually taking the max and then they're they're doing some 3d printing and then and then extending it so they can put it on a belt and then pull it out so that's easy to insert and extract because we do know that 1022 magazines are you know the bitch of magazines when you try and put them in quickly and extract right right. yeah terrible design well, they well, don't. They don't go in a in a carrier very well because they're boxes. They, yeah, they're little cubes. <laughs> There's like nothing to grab onto. Yeah, they're they don't like a good stick. <laughs> right. I have seen some little 3D printed little mag pouches people made for them. They're like little yeah. boxes. Yeah, people on. shove them in. So. Yeah. Bring them on because people shoot the C- Rick CRPS matches with these little um, printed pouches or even fashion from HSGI Taco pistol pouches or magazine pouches, whatever works for you. Dave knows that match directors like us um, have no, there's no end to the laughter we get 
when we see people struggling with their magazines and inserting with their magazines into their rifle with the bullets facing backwards. Yeah, (laughs) it is quite hilarious. Not really. Yeah, it is. We'll do it behind your. No, we do it behind your back, don't we? We don't. No, no, right to the face. (laughs) Anyways, but yes, I've actually had two experienced service rifle shooters stepping forward and sending me pictures of 3D printed Ruger 1022 magazine extensions. These guys are working independent of each other. But once they saw that post on the CRPS Facebook page. Mm -hmm. He just stepped forward and sent me photographs. So the 3D printing energy is happening. It's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, are you uh, are you using pistols as well, Barney? Or is this just no, negative? Pistols? Negative. Because understand the CRPS it's, and the yeah. ORPS. Many of them do not happen on all, certified ranges. CFO approved mm. ranges. Yeah. We're out in the open field, so gotcha. pistols are a no go. That's fine by me. That's fine. I want to get more kids shooting, more ladies, more families shooting Grimfire CQB. The opportunity is there. Very cool. Now the will, and now we have the match directors. So let's have some fun. Hmm. So what do you need for size? Like what, what size of a bay would you need for this kind of a thing? And uh, what kind of facilities would you need? Well, Adriel, do you remember that our targets were placed maybe in arms, uh, a big wingspan apart? We had two figure 11s or cardboard targets. Yeah, All so, yeah we were run like a relay with like, I think, six, six or eight yes, people wide and then 50 meters wide. down. That's right. You got it. That's all I need. And Dave, you remember we run up to 10 targets wide. Yeah. That's all we need. So... And Sorry, go ahead, Kelly. Well, if you're running a relays, then so what's the distance at? What's the target? So you're using existing steel, correct? So what's yeah. the so what are you looking at for uh, the base plate? So what's the size of target you're going to be hitting? Because it's only training and it's not competition. <laughs> we can go up to six inches, seven inches, whatever we can find. Okay. So it, there, there's no specification. We just want to have fun first. Okay. First. Okay, first we walk. Right. But distances, uh, 35 meters is their maximum distance, and 10 meters is our closest distance. Right. Again, so there's enough of a 10-meter safety zone there. Okay. So what about actually, are you going to be pairing people up, squatting people up, or are you actually going to expect people to bring their, their own partners? Or well, <laughs> while you're on the show... That. Oh, you're I taking will care squad of them up into relays and target okay. lane. Okay. And then I will task them with their roles because there are four, three or four roles. And the first role is, is shooting. The second role is safetying. And the third role, it would be stuffing your magazines and preparing in the squatting area behind you. Sound familiar, Adriel? <laughs> yep. Yep. Sounds exactly like... CQB, yeah, yep. rifle you're not CQB. shooting or scoring, you're bombing up mags. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, Red, sorry. So, so an eight-year. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go. I'm. <laughs> so you said an eight-year-old could do it? <laughs> Is that what you're Well, <laughs> I'd like to have t- at least twelve-year-olds. People, they're 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 tall enough and they're competent enough to safely handle a Ruger 1022. Let's okay. start. There. So kids can do it. Yes. All right. 
because we have many juniors shooting the CRPS programs that's already. Right. Yeah, that's true. And Outlaw Rimfire. That's great. What about... Ooh, Tandem Cross has a six-magazine holder for the 1022. <laughs> oh, and it's not that bad for pricing. This would be killer for it. this kind of thing. Check Can this thing out. Up? Look at it. Six. It's it, it would hold yeah. six of the rotary mags all yeah. on one little That's belt awesome. clip. So you pop that baby on your belt, you're good to go. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Looks like they got a base plate of some kind on there. Maybe they come with them. Oh, that's okay. the game. That's the gamer gear right there. Yeah. That's wow. Awesome. <laughs> Never thought I would say like gamer gear and 1022 magazine holder in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> but I'm getting there. I'm coming around to it. <laughs> Dave, can you imagine a mad minute with that that gamer gear? Uh, I'd be a lot quieter than the normal ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Normally, that's a little loud. <laughs> kind of like a roar, like a waterfall or something like yeah, that. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah. Not so much with the 22s. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be very affordable. It'd be a very affordable Mad Minute. <laughs> Would be. You know, normally, I hate when people come out with a 1022 because you have one or you have somebody shooting a 1022 and you're like, I, I'm not sure if my guy's shooting or not. Because <laughs> of the ARs and then just, uh, did you shoot? Did you fire? I don't. I can't tell. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be good for that. Interesting. So um, how many of these are you planning on doing? Where are you planning on doing them? Okay, okay. It's still winter time. Okay, we've got a little while to plan. Right now, it's <laughs> coordinating with the match directors and the fields. And then once we get the locations and dates hammered out, we can make them uh, known. Okay. What about, um, what about cost? And what about cost to take the... The, the training, how much? Gosh, I haven't even thought about that, but let me put it this way. <laughs> I, had a com- I had a conversation with the base commander up in Petawawa with the powers that be. Okay. And I said to them, they asked me, what are your costs for training? And mm-hmm. I said, what's around the golf cost before the cart and after the cart? And then the dinner, yes. And then also the 19th hole, all the beer you're going to be drinking. That's right. Yeah. So for really two days you. of training, less than one round of golf. How's that? Way to, wait, wait to sell it, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> and since then, at base Dundurn, the base commander said, you're welcome here anytime. Lesson around the golf. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, we'd love to see it across Canada. I think it's uh, yeah. that's probably something that, um, some, like it sounds very easy to, to accommodate range of 50 meters, a big enough bay to hold enough people wide across some steel targetry. And it doesn't even need to be like beefy steel targetry because you're shooting at the 22s. So any kind of like AR 450 kind of a, kind of a target should do the trick to two per person kind of a thing. And, uh, send an invite to Barney and say, Hey, do you want to come to <laughs> wherever in Canada? <laughs> As long as they can host me. That's all we need is an open field and lots of steel targets. That's it. I'll, and I'll COVID restrictions to not, to not be there. <laughs> hey, we can yeah. stay socially distanced. You know that, Adriel. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's the keep six feet apart. They can keep six yeah. feet apart. Yeah. Sure. 
And as long as people don't bring those event tents, like we had at Base Borden there <laughs> at Lines of Mark Range, people bring these huge event tents. And that's yeah. when you get, you know, the people hanging, converging together. Mm-hmm. And when there's tornado warnings, but that's not an or, issue out here. That's more of an issue for. <laughs> it's just maple seeds. It's not going to happen at, uh, at Bernie's events. <laughs> Bernie, when I'm with you, does it ever rain? Yeah. Every time. Yes, yeah. I'm a rain magnet. Yeah. I, no, I no. Oh, that's Kelly. But every time that I've seen you, I think it's only rained once, and it's kind of like spit. That was it. We did have actually. We were, it was the end of the. The, yeah, Meaford. We had the end of the um, the hurricane there that came yeah. in. Okay, right. so yeah, it was like a little bit of like, and it was, I think it's me. <laughs> I believe it is as well. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Corey was asking if uh, shared firearms are okay with that. With that was good idea. There. Good, good question. No, what? That's a fantastic question. And unless you're Chuck Norris. You know, Chuck Norris can shoot two firearms at a time, but the rest of us have to shoot one at a time. There's only one shooter on the line at one time. So, yes, they can share firearms. But they should probably bring extra mags so that they're not, like, stuck with two people next to each other who don't have bombed-up mags, correct? Yes, and just like in CQB, the more mags you bring along, the more you can sort out and put aside if any... uh, uh, jams or failure to eject or failure to feed occurrences happen. So bring more men and put them aside or call them or what have you. And of course, Dave knows we're going to number them and yep. make sure oh, that uh, yeah. they're identified easily. All mine are identified. They have, uh, they're all numbered with um, nail polish in bright colors. Alrighty. That's nice. good. You're ready. <laughs> I'm just, it's a tip. Just anybody that's going, just make sure all your mags, they're all, everybody has, they're the exact same mag all across the country, right? Except for you got clear ones and you got uh, black ones for the 1022. Anyways, just go and mark them up with uh, some, some, you know, nail polish. Or yeah, like the nail polish. Or like that. I, I use an ink pen, but the ink rubs off. Exactly. You know what? The nail polish does not. Hmm. <laughs> Mm. Mm. and then you get numbers on it and then you loan it to someone and they and you watch them and they put them all in order on the belt (laughs) you're like why are you doing that (laughs) once i thought i had to put them in order (laughs) that's me i did it i did that your malfunction that was because you loaded mag two out of order yeah no but if you actually do number them if you do have a malfunction and again this is actually a really really good tip is if you do number them you know which one is Fubard, and you put that aside, and you just get rid of it. So I actually did that because that's exactly what I want to know. I want to know which one is functioning, which one's not, and therefore, right? Yeah, I love nothing more to match than when people have, ah, the mag isn't working. I've had problems every stage. Well, I'm just going to stick it back in my belt, and I'll deal with it later. And then next match, they get a jam, malfunction. I'm like, guess you pulled out the same mag, you idiot. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a great way to actually keep things keep things straight. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, anything else we might be missing, or anything else that you wish we would have asked, Barney? Oh goodness gracious! No, I think you covered it very well. Actually, you oh. must have done this many times before. <laughs> so, where people? Where can people learn more about this? I th- you're on CGN, right? Is that is that where they should go to? CGN, but I'm also on Rick's uh, CRPS Facebook page, and they can contact me there. But 
right now it's winter. I'm still in the planning stages and we still have to cement down some uh, field dates or range dates. So everything okay. is still very fluid right now. Okay. Awesome. So the only thing I can recommend to potential shooters is buy it cheap and stack it deep. <laughs> look, for the, look for the Boxing Day sales on 22s and 22 ammo. Yes. Maybe like a red dot or iron sights or something like that to run with. Yeah. 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 By all means, fair now. And uh, you know what? I, I've had a lot of pressure from many CQB shooters from the ORA saying, what's ever going to happen? Well, I tell them, look, let's shoot rimfire, have some fun. And Dave knows there are people with, who, who have complete chest rigs and plate carriers and helmets or bump helmets or ballistic helmets. And, they want and, to then, they, and then they bring up the 1022, right? G16, one of okay. those uh, yeah. German rigs. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hilarious. MP5 I need pictures. One. That will be cute. It'll well, be at least, at least with the GSG, the mags would like fit in a plate carrier and they'd be easy to like pull out because the, the stick yes. mags on those things yep. are enormous, right? Those at yep. least will be a little bit more ergonomic. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Here's the fun. Dave, yeah, we'll all wait, figure out a way them to the loadout. They'll say, oh, I've got 10 round. I got 20 round. That. Yeah, no, loadout. Sorry. That's what you have to work with. Yeah. My suggestion. Sorry, my suggestion is if you actually are running a 1022, get some magazines right now because of everything that's happening and that we've been hearing about, X-22, the Sniper Series, everything, I think that there is going to be a shortage or a deficit on 1022 magazines. So go and get them now. Hoard them. Don't tell your neighbors who has any. You know, Put it behind you know, other stock in the store so that people, and then you can go back and get more, that type of thing, you know? <laughs> And then get some go fast parts. Yeah. Yeah. Extended mag release. Oh, yeah. Bolt. So those are some of the things that you recommend, right? So you're recommending make sure that you got the uh, extended mag releases and all that so that you can do like quick, quick changes. Everything that passes the gloved finger or gloved hand test, if okay. you can operate everything with gloved hands, if it will enhance your operation by all means. That's why. Uh, upgrade your 1022 or upgrade your rifle as necessary. I operate on the on that principle of it cost me money, it makes me faster. Doesn't matter yeah. what <laughs> unicorn juice, get that on there. So you have no cost if there's a there's no cost frame where around it like you would with you know CRPS or anything like that. You can you can bring your Gucci to to the range, right? By all means. Okay. Matter of fact, nice. have fun. Break out all that airsoft stuff from Wasega Beach Paintball. <laughs> He's talking to you, here. Dave. Come shoot with the, <laughs> in the airsoft gun, shoot that. <laughs> Bring out that, what do you call it, airsoft plate carrier. <laughs> Have some fun. Actually, you know what? I want to bring up my next point. The community around the Rimfire crew is just fantastic. Oh, I know, eh? I, I was at Rick's championship match on the 21st, 22nd of November, and you just felt the love. What <laughs> <laughs> a crew. Just a, it was just a great time. Being yeah. there, networking, meeting other match directors, meeting sponsor shooters, meeting um, uh, brand ambassadors. That yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. The, the crew, all five squads were fantastic. 
even if even with my stale jokes they were still pretty good oh they are the, yeah well <laughs> guess what i think some of them actually will appreciate those because they got even worse jokes I know. <laughs> i've been around well, they them. were very kind yeah. <laughs> they're great guys they really really truly are yeah so nice. awesome yeah. uh dave uh kelly do you guys have any more questions for barney uh chris w wants to know if you want to do one on january 1st new year <laughs> Oh, Dave. Tell you. 1022 is at minus 20. That would be awesome. They don't function all that well. No, they don't. I no. did I did a I did um a qualifier on uh February. I think it was February the 20th and it was minus 25. They did not function all that well though. No, I okay. uh, I took my to and gave it a go at like minus 30 and it uh no, no. It worked when? for a bit, and then it just started working very intermittently. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, were you guys using what ammo were you using to a TED twenty-two standard velocity or hyper velocity? I was using high. Yeah, high velocity. Yeah, it's it's the oil actually. So they they like oil, but if you actually are minus twenty-five, they don't like oil. So it's kind of <laughs> like. And I think they're just, everything's so small and tiny. It's like shooting pistols when it's really cold, right? Everything's small and you don't, you just don't have enough explosive power to drive everything back and forth. The Glock runs fine in the cold. don't work. Um, Try a 22 pistol in the cold. No, not so much. My 22 pistols don't like running in in nice weather. Never mind in the cold. (laughs) That's true. Awesome. Um, Barney? Yes. Where are you at? So people know you as Barney, right? Who will they know you as on CGN? Yeah, Barney's fine. There. <laughs> no, if they want to contact you. Oh, um, contact me on Facebook, Barney Go. Okay. But they'll see a lot of my posts in the CRPS Facebook posts or Facebook group. Yeah. Awesome. And you're also okay. tactical teacher on CGN as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's I was going to. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, thanks for coming on, Barney, and telling us about this uh, interesting new way of shooting uh, CQB. This sounds like something that's really approachable, like nice and uh, not as not as loud as uh, as a typical CQB, so you might be able to get away with just EMOFs and not having to double up on, on the Air Pro, which is kind of nice. <laughs> and uh, sounds very cheap on the ammo as well. I think the ammo budget on this one's going to be mm, wife approved. <laughs> <laughs> I think between the, the inexpensive ammo costs and the great community, we have to break out another sort oh, of steak tradition, steak dinner, just like we do at Danny's in uh, Petawawa. Or, uh, or um, remember the yes. sushi place in Angus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Going to have to find some. Hey, you know what? If you're going to be doing it at Warren Fields, you're going to have the uh, pizza oven anyway. So I think that's fun. <laughs> looking forward to that. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Chris is Chris at Warren Field. He's a great guy. Yeah. Just yes. You're gonna have a good match. I mean, sorry, training. <laughs> Get out of me. It's not a match. It's training. Uh, so before you do go, I do have one question. Quick question about that piece. So if the training goes well and everything gets ironed out, what about matches with the uh, with with Fire? Are you thinking about actually progressing into that? Oh God, goodness! I haven't even thought about that at all. I'm not even going there yet. You will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we know you, Barney. Intelligent. They're we like, know you. 
know, <laughs> I got I to gotta start using a calculator. Then I got to do statistics. <laughs> Dave knows how much fun that is. <laughs> yeah. Well, just write yourself a spreadsheet. That's all you need. Yeah, that's true. Yep. And there's no pistol <laughs> state. The life is good. Yeah, makes it yeah, easy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no yeah, transition. So. Perfect. Anyway. Very cool. Yeah. Well, thanks again for, uh, for coming on and letting us know about Rimfire CQB. All right. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks, Barney. Good to see oh. you again, man. Yeah, it's good to see all of you. Cheers. All right. Bye, Barney. Later. Okay. Bye. Thanks again to Barney for coming on and telling us all about Rimfire CQB. Let's end He's it. one of my favorite people ever. I love him. He's it's taught fun. a lot of people Barney's good. about a lot of shooting stuff. Yep. Yeah. And he's he's traveled the country. Just like Rick, actually, in the amount yeah, of like, you, traveling he's done. Do you want to hear a good story? So yes. we go to we go to Maple Seed and this is I wasn't there. I've been there at a couple of events where people actually gave credit to Barney. But actually, so I think it was in Saskatchewan. Rick and Kevin were at the range. They did an event and it was like for 12 hours, 13 hours. And the person got his rifle and patch and he thanked Barney for teaching him everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute but bernie is fantastic bernie actually is a rifleman as well he got his rifleman patch up in barry when we were doing it up there and he just sings the praises of maple seed too and he's one of my favorite people hanging out at uh meford he's always there he helps the guys ryan mclean and um and chris at meford and then he's also he like he's all over the place he's so heavily involved in our area in the firearms industry and just teaching and he's got a great attitude and him and Rick together are dangerous. It's very dangerous combo. The two of them (laughs) together, (laughs) they're just pranksters and happy and they make things better. So I just, I've never seen them both in the same place at the same time. Oh, it's bad. (laughs) Oh, it's bad. Yeah. They come up with weird ideas and great ideas like ours, you know, RCQB and, you know, Rimfire, sniper series and they they feed off of each other it's Clever like sorts. yeah it's yeah. it's it's good <clears throat> bad at the same time <clears throat> all right let's get on to listener feedback listener feedback is sponsored by armory dc gunsmith armory dc gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing he offers hot bluing parkerizing sear coat finishes as what as well as wood refinishing steel refinishing plastic refinishing and any other kind of refinishing you might need counter refinishing he offers his online inventory of new and used guns firearms accessories optics and more at dcgunsmith.ca do we have anything on Facebook that we need to hit on or have we been hitting everything as it's been we've been up? we've been hitting it and everybody actually is talking to each other and Mike you're fantastic. He answers everybody's questions and it's just, he's all over it. Like yeah. a fat kid on a smarty. So Chris was asking if a soft case is legal for restricted transport rules. And it is, you just need to yeah. have a way of locking it. Yeah. My it, uh, black badge instructor brought his pistol in a soft case to the, uh, to the course. So That's it true. is a thing that you it can is. do. Yeah. Just needs to be you, you take a $2 lock, one of them TSA ones and you lock the zippers together. It's like, <laughs> boom. No, zip tie does not zip tie does not count. Hello, have you why watched it, Ian Reskels? Oh, why would the zip tie not count? It, it is not, it's not lockable. Lock. It's not lockable. Uh, interesting. You could actually take your guns, put them in a box, 
pour cement over the whole you top or you need a jackhammer uncle. to get in. Illegal. No lock. You could <laughs> you'd have to cement the lock. Cement. Yes, then it's fine. There's a lock in there. <laughs> it's locked. <laughs> if the lock is unlocked while it's being cemented, ooh, ooh they're going dangerous. to jail. Federal pound me in the A jail. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get on to the. Do we have any emails? No, we you don't. You must have seen that movie, Kelly. You must have uh, seen that movie, right? This yeah, isn't just like a, a thing that you say around work. I you don't imagine. want to know some of the stuff that I say around work. Okay, let's go. Move. <laughs> move on before we get Kelly fired. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, uh, there was an email. There's an email right here. Hey, guys. What? Have you done any shows on this by champ? Seems interesting. Perhaps worth investigation. And that What's is this? the light practical carbine receiver set. Oh, uh, that's the one. This one, yeah. And yeah, I think I, I showed one of these on air one time, didn't I? Sure. I did. I'm sure for sure I did. I oh, played around with like gosh. a pre-production yeah. version of one of these. Yeah, yeah. So in Canada right now, uh, you can get these. And then the other one that's out is the uh, Maple Ridge Armory Renegade. Yep. It's a, we talked about that. Have them. Uh, Renegade? Three years ago? Or three months ago? Three yeah, we had Ryan on a couple months ago before it just no, before it came yep. out. We talked about it three weeks ago when it came out. Oh. No. Yeah. No. But we had no well, much longer. Before. Much, much before then. Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought it was. Anyways, that's there there's option one and then there's option two. So there are two options on the Canadian market right now. You take all your AR parts, bolt them onto one of these things, and then you've got a straight pull. Okay. I kind of want to sure. take one of those MRAs and then make it semi-auto. I'm just trying to figure out how to do that. Design some mm. sort of a conversion kit. Mm. Maybe an elastic band. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Yeah, an elastic band. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, if you'd like to email the show, send your email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Podcast app reviews. I don't even know if podcast apps these days have reviews yeah. on shows, but if your podcast app has that kind of option, use it. And tell yeah, us. Yeah, tell us. And uh, We do actually check and look mm-hmm. occasionally. Automatically. Well, it's done Not manually. Not no, manually. we actually have somebody that doesn't. And it sends yes. her a message, and then it sends mm-hmm. us a message. And then mm-hmm. we have someone. Oh. Yeah, we have someone. Cool. People. Stacy. Important people. Top it. people. Top people. She, top people. She's good people. She is. She She's is. in Texas right now with Krosno. I don't like that anymore. <laughs> It's nice probably not like minus 10 there. No, they're out at the, you know, pool. You know. Mm-hmm. Be nice, Tim. Mm. No, I will get you if you don't. Yeah. No, actually, I'd like to go down there, but, you know, COVID, you know, that whole thing. Well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, still. What else we got? We got Patreon. If you want to join us on Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash Lamfire Radio. You can also help us by visiting our website, going to the help the show or sponsor the show or something like that. And there's like a page and there's a link to Cabela's. If you click that link and you buy whatever you're going to buy at Cabela's anyways, we get like a percent back or something. And then we use it to like buy PC beer and uh, <laughs> no, we don't. PCs and uh, webcams and yeah, those things we do. and uh, yeah. and the PC beer. Send money no. to Adriel's drinking PC beer. <laughs> oh, God, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, choking it around. down. No. 
We use it for like website hosting and stuff. Yeah. Like uh, all our hosting, like this, the music files and all that kind of stuff just comes right off for our host. Uh, shout outs. Dave, do you have any shout outs? I got nothing today. Kelly? I have a ton. So I wanted to say thank you for Bar- to Barney for coming on. You know, he's... I love them. I also wanted to say thank you to Shar for hosting us on uh, Saturday night. It was so much fun. The CCFR Gunny Girls, because they're fantastic. Beautiful girls, by the way. I just have to say that. I also wanted to say thank you to all of our hosts. So Dell Engineering, so Phil and uh, Pam. We had Shooting Supplies, Dean and Tracy and their employees, as well as Bullseye North. So that would be Scott, Rick, and also Ken Thiessen, as well as the employees there. And we had such a great time. And Last but not least, I wanted to give a huge shout out to Russ. Russ is a uh, listener of the show, and he contacted me today, or was it yesterday? And uh, he's going to be sending me out something, and I'll leave you with, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but when it comes, I'm going to show you guys. And he's a really, really great guy, so I wanted to say thank you. Pony. It's a pony, right? Yes, it's a pony. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. I get a pony. I've always wanted a pony. And if then you, what? If you put a if you put a horn on it, you've got a unicorn then. I and know. Ride around on a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> yeah, you know, then you gotta train it to be okay with the gunfire. That's the that's the next step. Well that's it's easy. A, it's a unicorn. Unicorns are fine with it. Yeah. Badasses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Any others? No, that's it. No? All right. Uh, finally, check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. Join the CCFR, and we'll see you next week. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.